Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I wanted to share a story of when my son called me out on my behavior. And I thought it was really interesting that I wasn't aware of what I was doing until he brought it to my attention. And I got to thinking how many times we as parents might get stuck in a behavior pattern and not even realize it. And so I thought I would share it with you here today in the hopes that it might help you to have some insight into your own behavior or your own behavior patterns, as it were. I went into my 16-year-old son's room a few days ago and when I walked in, it was bedtime, so I went in to say goodnight to him. And when I walked in, his room was a mess, which is generally how it tends to be. And so when I walked in, before I even said goodnight or anything, I immediately commented on the mess that I saw in his room. And he immediately called me out on it. And he said, Mom, how come all you ever do when you walk in my room, it's complaining about how messy it is. And I was kind of like, well, because it's always messy when I walk in your room. And he said, don't you have, don't you, can't you come up with anything nice to say about my room? And I was literally stumped. I didn't know what to say. Because at that moment, it was a mess. It was a total mess. There were clothes everywhere on the floor, shoes everywhere, water bottles that he had drank and not recycled. I mean, it was a disaster area. I could barely find space on the floor to walk. And so I really, in that moment, I I really couldn't find anything (laughs) nice to say to him. And so I just chose to say nothing. But the next thing I said was, you're right. I haven't been very pleasant about your room. And you and I have disagreed with how your room should be kept for most of your life. You preferred to be messy. I preferred to be clean. So yes, I have, you're right. I have been harping on you about your room and... I probably should find something different to talk about when I come in here. And so it really helped me to understand 
or to recognize that, uh, well, yes, I don't like, or no, I don't like the condition that he leaves his room in, but that was becoming the focus of our interactions when I was in his room. So instead of interacting with him as my child, my son, my growing boy, who is marching his way toward adulthood, who has all these unique qualities and abilities and strengths and weaknesses, instead of focusing on those things, I was instead focusing on his messy room. And is that really what I want the focus of our relationship to be? I just want to harp on his room and nag him about his room? Absolutely not. That is not what I want our relationship to consist of. So since then, I have tried to take a deep breath before I walk in, bite my tongue if I feel the commentary about his, the messiness of his room coming out, and try to instead shift and focus on something different. And so once every week or two, I will insist that he go through his room and straighten it up. And if I do that, he realizes when I comment, when I point it out and ask him to clean it up, he realizes that it's actually pretty messy. And he usually willingly straightens it up. Now, he doesn't straighten it up to the level that I would like him to straighten it up to. It certainly doesn't look like the way I keep my bedroom, but he gets it to a level that he can live with. And so it's his room and it's his belongings and he has to live with it. And so I've learned, I I have learned and am learning and keep remembering how to live with it as well. Uh, I struggled for years about what to do about this discrepancy between how he feels about his room and how I feel about his room because he's much messier than I like to be and that I would prefer him to be. But ultimately, he'll grow up and he'll get his own house or apartment or a place to live and he's going to have to figure it out. And what I have told him over the years is when he's an adult, he has to determine how he wants to keep his room or his house at that point. When he goes to college, he assuming that he goes to college or whenever he moves out, he'll have a roommate probably until he can afford to live on his own or at some point he'll have a wife maybe. And so when we live with other people, we have to learn how to be able to live with them and how for them to live with us. So, you know, at some point, he will have to, he'll either live with someone who is equally as messy as him, messier than him, or neater than him. And then it will be between them to, up to them to work it out how they can live with each other in a way that works for both of them. And so that's what I try to remind him of, or I have tried to remind him of over the years, that it's my job to make sure he knows how to do these basic things in terms uh, that require that you're that you're required to do when you own your own house or have your own apartment such as cooking cleaning 
doing laundry, uh, ironing, um, straightening up, all of these things, making your bed, all of these things he's going to have to know. And so I have told him that it's my job to make sure that he knows them so that when he's an adult, he'll be prepared to be an adult. And then beyond that, it's up to him to figure out what that's going to look like. So he called me out on my behavior. I realized he was right. I was just harping on his messy room and not even seeing him for who he really is as a unique person, a cool person that I love and care about. And so I appreciated that he called me out and I adjusted how I interacted with him since he did that. So hopefully I'll be able to remember to stop hyper-focusing on his messy room and just instead focus on who he is as a person and what I love about him. So I hope that that gives you some great ideas for how to work with your own child. And that wraps up this episode of the show. So... Wherever you are in this world, I hope that you make it a fabulous day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to Aaron at Aaron-Taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.